0: And then, once we got engaged, I turned into a psycho. Because... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's...
1: I I still try to block this part of our relationship out of my mind.
0: Take a girl and a guy, and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate. A dream of transforming relationships as we know it.
1: And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy.
2: Well, welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I am Dr. Ray.
3: And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships.
2: Please check us out online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. I think that's everything at Couple Synergy. And please subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years.
3: You know, every day we get to hear intimate details about a couple's celebrations, disappointments, and everyday challenges. We've often wished these stories were shared. Because we know we are more similar than different, so we've created not only an avenue where you can hear about people's intimate lives, but an atmosphere, which we're in for the first time, where since people the move come over to
2: our home, home saloon,
3: pour a drink, and share, and share
2: their,
0: their stories.
2: stories. People like today's <laughs> guests, Sam and Kirstine. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. <laughs> this is the uh, flagship. Uh, what is it? Sail or what do they call that when the uh, first sail off? Voyage. 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 Uh, first maiden voyage of the saloon here. And you know what? If you take a look here, the stained glass here uh, that Gene did—it's uh, fantastic. This is the Lion and Scorpion Saloon.
3: So our guests yeah. tonight—they actually own the lodge that we're doing the couples synergy weekend intensive retreat. The
2: lodge at Needle Rock. Look it up. Mm-hmm. And the
3: lodge is actually right in between those two
2: mountains. Or if you look on the other side, you know back <laughs> uh, that way, <laughs> that's a little
3: bit of a light you, out right now. <laughs>
2: you might be able to see it through the snowstorm but uh. well, uh, Sam and Kirsten, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. We usually ask first off, we start off about if you guys can tell us a little bit about yourselves. How old are you? How long have you guys been together and what do you do for a living?
1: And I'm Sam Kimbriel. I'm uh, a 61, which is tough. Um, So um, as as I passed 60, I I realized Mm -hmm. that there are things that, if you're going to do it, you better hurry. And so, (laughs) uh, like own a lodge. That's right, like (laughs) own a lodge, for instance. (laughs) And I'm a serial entrepreneur who bought and sold businesses and real estate and all kinds of stuff through my career, and um, and uh, and also. Uh, grew up in a <clears throat> excuse me, a family in uh, Denver, in Lakewood, uh, outside of Denver. And uh, just, you know, grew up in the Rocky Mountains and uh, hiked a lot and fished a lot. And, and also really just uh, enjoyed um, lots of great friendships over the years and that kind of stuff. So it's been, been a, a very special thing to move to the Western Slope, leave all of our friends who now are moving over here. Which mm-hmm. is really funny. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we've, we're five hours away, and uh, I think we've uh, we've sold five or six houses to people that we know. Who well, are don't tell anyone here. else. It's getting <laughs> I crowded right. over here. We're trying not to.
3: <laughs> Can you guys tell us the story of how you met? So
1: we were both uh, in real estate. I was uh, investing in real estate, and uh, she was a realtor, and uh, she um, was officing with a guy that I was doing quite a bit of work with. And he, um, I was working on a deal that uh, was in foreclosure. It was this lady who was about to lose his property. And so uh, we were trying to kind of rescue her. Um, and um, and this, uh, this girl shows up at the courthouse who uh, this, uh, this old guy had sent up to say, hey, you know, why don't you help this deal? See if you can help it come together. And, um, and we just started kind of chatting. And, um, and it was like, you know, there's something kind of neat about her. And, uh, and I think she maybe felt the same thing. And and both of us were dating other people, and so it wasn't like there was any any real relationship thing there. But uh, six months later, when we saw each other again, we uh, we started uh, looking at real estate together, and uh, and every once in a while we kind of go to lunch after we were looking at real estate, and then every so once in you a while guys
3: weren't dating, but you were going to buy a house together. Well, no, 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 no. no. no, no. I, I was <laughs> showing him property. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know, in fact, one of the things we I tell like people—showing him investment property—it's <laughs> an investment. Right. We tell people if you don't have enough commitment to get married, don't have enough commitment to get a mortgage together.
0: Right. <laughs> it's just, yeah.
1: We've we've seen so many of those deals blow up, but then we get to sell two houses to two other people. So it's, but anyway, right. we um, we we started spending some time uh, together, then uh, not looking at real estate and just having lunch, and uh, and then uh, one day uh, we were talking about going out, and you said.
0: Well, he asked me to dinner one night, and there was no real estate involved, just dinner. Ooh. And I said, here's the deal. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I know you've been there, done that. If you're not interested, let's not waste our time.
2: <laughs> He's like, but it's and just dinner. <laughs> I know, <right? laughs> I don't know. And, and he, go he, said, pizza
0: <laughs> he said, you know what? My favorite thing I've ever done in my life is be a dad, and if I found the right person, I'd do it again. Hmm. And I said, great. What time are you picking me up? And, and so we did The rest and we, is history. And that was about twenty,
1: almost 22 two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, 22 we dated years for about ago. two years and uh, or a year and a half, and then got married. And we are celebrating twenty years this year. Pretty yeah. exciting.
3: What did you guys think about each other before you made that statement? Um, and obviously, you were and this, sort of choosing so, so to and, hang out a little and, bit and
1: realize we'd spent quite a bit of time together yeah. as friends, uh, where we were just you know just really spent time uh, as um, as friends, but also really in a work relationship. Like so we had colleagues. another reason to be there. Right. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we were just saying, Oh, we're just going to be together. Um, and, and so that was, um, it's interesting to see each other in that context. She was very smart. She had no idea how old I was. She thought I was a lot younger than I probably am. Um, and, uh, and, <laughs> and I thought she was s- older because she was very smart and had a, you know, business so of her 41 own.
3: 41 and 27. Uh,
1: yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was uh, very uh, really fun, um, and, and we just, you know kind of had a lot of similar interests. We both love to cook, and we both love to eat. I like to eat more, and she liked to cook more, so that really worked out synergistically, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and, uh, and then she was, um, she was very um, intellectual. she liked to talk about things, um, and she didn't mind disagreeing about things. And that was really important to our relationship then and now, and really with our friendships. If you look at our friends, you would say, these guys don't have all the same cookie cutter friends. They have friends of all kinds of different backgrounds and foregrounds and, and uh, opinions and you know, very, very liberal people in our friendship group, but also very conservative people, very religious people, very agnostic people. Um, so, so the two of us, we, we talked a lot about issues and um, and I was um, from a very conservative Christian home, and she was from a wild New Age ex-Catholic home. Wild
2: <laughs> New Age, oh, yeah. Ex catholic we we like former Catholic. Yeah, former. Excuse me. Yeah, recovering, recovering Catholic. Recovering.
1: <laughs> so so we didn't really, you know, there were a lot of uh, red flags for us going. You know, we we really have such different beliefs and value systems, and so that was a challenge, I think, to our relationships and. You know, we may not necessarily ever really date seriously, but but we like hanging out with each other. We played Scrabble a lot.
0: We did. It wow. was It was crazy. Dinner and Scrabble. That Who, was would, our thing. Who would win? That's amazing. It's my second language. Yeah. <laughs> In my defense, it is my second language. <laughs> my
1: favorite thing about our Scrabble games was winning. So. Because I, I figured out that if you play Scrabble with someone who doesn't speak this language all that well, it is so much easier to win.
2: And
0: I oh, don't it was, speak this wow. language. And all I didn't wait. <laughs> well. wow.
2: And I didn't tell her that for like two years. Wow. The truth is coming out now. Wow. That's why I
3: play on the easy level. It's like I'm going to win. There you go. There you go.
2: Uh, you win it. every time that we play, by the way. Hey, I can't we, come up with words like longer than three or four, word, four letters. Maybe
0: we should play sometime.
3: Yeah. We should. And you know what's interesting is I'm a terrible speller, but it's mathematical to me. Oh, yeah. And so I don't always know what the word is or how to say it, but I know it's a word. It's kind mm. of weird. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: And I always want to throw German words down, and he says yeah. I can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> German. Sc- let's right. reverse <laughs> that. Play some German. Script. Right, that's right. See? I'll tell you yeah. who'd win. Yeah, yeah. So,
3: what were, what were your, some of your thoughts about him before you put well, the th- ultimatum out there?
0: Well, the first day that I met him at the Taj Mahal in Golden, mm. um, I walked back out to my car and, out loud, I said, "If he's an eligible bachelor in Golden, why don't I know him?"
2: Yeah. And then I went back to my... I was in
0: a pretty dysfunctional relationship at the time. And that was, you know, it was a fleeting thought and that was it. And then when we ran into each other six months later at the coffee shop in Golden and we were both out of our dysfunctional relationships, um, then it was kind of fun. And we started...
3: So he stood out to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There was something Mm kind of right away. Yeah. And we really clicked. And it was funny that... Gentleman that I shared an office space with, we had competing real estate companies, he and I, but we would help each other out. And so he called me that day and he said, hey, I'm out showing property, but I have this client at the courthouse, can you meet him and can you go help? And it turned out to be Sam. So I got there and just right off the bat, you know, I walked in, I'm like, hey, you must be Sam, I'm here to help. And just right away, we really got along well. And I think, I don't know if JW maybe had some plans, because he used to tell me all the time, you know how old you are? You know the odds of you getting struck by lightning are higher than you getting married at this point in your life. Wow. Yeah, he was he was awesome. He was a
2: sunshine and rainbows <laughs> oh, guy yeah. there. Yeah.
0: He was he was a great, great guy. And um and then he said to me after that day, he said, Well, you should come to closing with me tomorrow. I said, J-Dub, why am I going to closing with you? It's not my client. You know, why why would I do that? He said, Well, you should just come. And so then I went the next day to closing. I don't know why. I just sat there looked pretty or something. And, um, and then we didn't see each other for six months. So that was pretty funny. But I think maybe JW maybe had a little, I don't know. He
2: had some plans. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: He wanted to see me married off or something he was tired of.
2: So my question here is, um, was Sam wearing the cowboy hat?
0: He was not. He wasn't. He was not. Oh. I was a city
2: slicker back then oh, driving you were a
1: city. A, city yeah. slicker. That was
0: before we moved to Crawford.
1: I was driving a BMW convertible. That was a problem. And what'd you drive here tonight? <laughs> yeah, an Audi. An Audi. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well,
0: that's true. <laughs> I almost didn't date him because of his car.
2: Really? I was oh. Like,
0: BMW drivers, they're not nice on the no, road, right? No, that's right. Actually, right.
2: the statistics show that BMW drivers are the worst drivers. Really? They're they are. See, so I've gotten rude. better. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, but anyway. So you
2: were, you were willing to look past that. <laughs> I was. Yeah. yeah. I was. I'd drive the Tahoe to pick her up on the first date.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you did, actually. <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, well, yeah. okay, so yeah. Yeah. It was no cowboy hat. No cowboy hat. No. All right. No. Nope, nope. I think yeah. I
1: had hair back then, too, you which did. was exciting. You
0: too, did. You had hair.
2: Yeah, a little more at least.
3: So, <laughs> so what was it about each other that you fell in love with?
0: Oh, man, there were so many things. Um, Actually, Let I, me count so, the waves. So I have to say this. Seriously.
1: The, really, the first things you fell in love with, we were, were at lunch, kind of our first lunch together, and we'd just been looking at real estate. We'd go to lunch and uh and she she's like we're having this really nice conversation and she says, i wasn't going to um,
0: share this publicly but whatever oh okay <laughs> oh okay Well in that case, <laughs> i better not tell do,
1: do you wait, wait the till, first time wait till next on week our when sam says something <laughs> stupid um so we we uh we're sitting there and she she kind of looks at me and she says are you like um you know like spiritual or something and i said yeah i'm a buddhist <laughs> she goes, Really? Oh my
0: gosh. Tell me more. <laughs> she's like,
1: I think I'm in love with you now. <laughs>
0: so he for ten minutes. So ten minutes, minutes oh,
1: I'm reeling her in on the Buddhist thing because, you know, it and she's <laughs> okay, I'm just well. I'm just kidding, I'm a Presbyterian. Okay.
0: So <laughs> she's ten like, minutes oh. though, he goes on about this whole Buddhist thing, and I'm literally sitting across from him and salivating. And I'm like, Oh, I have found the one. He's got this Zen thing going on and like, I am just, and finally after 10 minutes, he goes, I'm just kidding. I'm a Christian. I said, oh, that's too bad. <laughs>
1: that's too bad. Was, that was the end of that. Uh, yep. Yeah. That we didn't talk about it. It was before. like, he was exotic <laughs>
2: and mysterious. <laughs> 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 and then he's just, oh, he's Christian. Okay. Oh, oh, is is <laughs> Disappointment. Okay, so I now know, you can tell your
0: story. Um, we just. We just really connected. We were just able, like Sam said, we were able to talk about so many things, even though we disagreed um, about things. And we just really, we just connected on so many levels. And then once we sort of started hanging out more seriously, um, within what, three months my dad passed away and that rocked my world. And Sam walked through those days with me and he had already lost both of his parents. So he knew what it was like to lose a parent. And my dad and I were super, super close. And it's a crazy story. Um, And I think that really galvanized our relationship because he was just there for me and walked me through these deep waters and just loved me well. Yeah. Did you know her dad? No.
3: No, we never
1: met. We probably would have met within the next month or two, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he lived in Vermont, but um, he was gone in a in a moment. And uh, yeah. so I was
0: flying up to go talk to him and to tell him about Sam. Oh wow! Um, and wow. he passed away the day that I was flying up. Wow. Yeah, in a freak accident, he was killed by his pet elk. It was a crazy, crazy thing. And I flew into Hartford, Connecticut. And he lived in Vermont, and I got there at what ten o'clock at night or something. He was supposed to come get me. And he never showed up. And I called Sam and said, "Hey, I made it. I'm here. My dad's late. You know, finally, two in the morning, Sam said, "Do you need to get out of the airport? Go get a room." So I took a hotel shuttle to the nearest hotel and uh, started calling hospitals and Did he live alone? Police stations. He lived alone. Wow. And calling all the states he was passing through, and there were no reports of accidents. There was nothing. There was nothing. So I waited until 6 o'clock the next morning and called his neighbors and his best friends. And I said, hey, you guys, I'm here in a hotel room by myself, and Dad's not here. And she said some choice words. And I said, yeah, I know. Mm
3: -hmm. And she
0: said, I'll call you back. And half an hour later, I got the call. And I'm in a hotel room all by myself, three hours from anyone.
3: And you're like 28?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20, and, yeah.
3: I think you were younger than
1: that. I, I think, think I was. 27. Yeah, I think yeah. I was 27. Had Still just up. bought
0: my first home. Um, had just convinced my dad to come down and help me. I bought this horrible fixer-upper fun house thing. And my dad was going to come down and help me work on it. And he, um, they found him outside with his elk. Wow.
1: He had lots of pets, and he was a rescue guy, so he'd rescue animals.
2: Wow, wow, that is quite a story. It's crazy. So you said the neighbor had some choice words to say, and you said, (laughs) yeah, I know. Why is that?
0: I just knew. Um, When I took the shuttle to the hotel, I saw myself sitting at my dining room table writing his eulogy, Mm. and I just... Like I just knew. And my dad and I were super tight. Um, and so when I called her, you know, she just. And and
1: kind of like everybody knew something was bad.
0: Yeah. And um, then she called me like back half an He would not, hour not later. have been there. He would have right, right. figured it. He didn't have a cell phone or anything, mm-hmm. but he would have figured out how to come get his little girl at the airport in the middle of the night. Yeah. So um, her husband came and got me. They wanted him to wait until the coroner got there. And he said, I don't think so. And he came and got me, and I spent two weeks with him. And it was, it was a crazy time in my life. Left a, my voicemail on my business was just, I said, leave me a message. I've had a family emergency. I might call you back. I have no idea how my business survived that year because it, it was a full year of chaos for sure.
2: So, you guys talked about being in dysfunctional relationships prior to meeting each other. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> why, why did you bring this up? Well,
2: <laughs> what did you guys learn from those past relationships that impacts your relationship now, together?
1: You know, I think one of the things that... Um, so, so, having gone through a... Uh, marriage and divorce which was extremely painful um, I think you learn that as a young person you make really foolish choices sometimes uh, both to get married but also in a marriage you, you just don't choose uh, well you don't you don't nurture each other you don't you're, you're not in a mature state of mind sometimes to be able to care for another person and I think that's very often why young people who who get married very young as they as they uh, work out their relationship and now they got kids and they're trying to get a house and oh my gosh you got car payments and what are we gonna do about you know our business and all of that stuff the pressures of life sort of squeeze us into its mold did you get married young yeah so i was married very young um we had three kids and um and i think um my my parents were both diagnosed with terminal illnesses um, I had been very, very ill, um, had a, uh, um, a sinus infection that just would not go away over months and years. So finally I finally went to the doctor. He said, hey, you know, we're going to have to do surgery. They said, oh, you'll be in in the morning, out in the afternoon. They said, no big deal. We'll, we'll get set up. I was in intensive care for five days, nearly died. Went wow. back to the hospital a week later, back in intensive care, losing tons of blood. And um, and nearly died, and then picked up a secondary infection in the hospital. So I was sick for about two years. Just as I was starting to st- to feel better, my mom was diagnosed with a brain tumor. My dad with a lung disease. Within just you know months of each other, and um, and I just kind of lost hope. I'd always been that very happy-go-lucky, um, positive, optimistic person, and all of a sudden I just. Went into sort of a deeper kind of a depression and sadness over those things, and sometimes you know you can take four or five hits, but you can't take seven. Um, so, um, and so our marriage really struggled, and it just never really recovered from that time. Um, so I, I learned how to be alone after that, which mm. was really interesting. Mm. Um, to have to say, okay, what what am I if I'm not married? Um, what does that look like? And. And, and having three kids that I just adored and and wanting to be a great dad to them even in the midst of this um, and really just just loving them like crazy and and feeling an obligation to love them as well um, I was offered some of the coolest jobs around the country I can tell you and and I didn't take them because I wanted to stay in Denver next to my kids uh-huh. um, and so so that was interesting the dating um, after that um, what I found was uh, many of the people that were eligible um, had so many issues. They had so much baggage from their former relationships, and I knew I had some baggage from mine. And so when I met Kirstine, um, she had quite a bit of baggage too. <laughs> I'm like, this is <laughs> never gonna work. We're we no talking about much.
2: like Louis Vuitton baggage. <laughs> yeah. no, or no no, or <laughs> we're talking Samsonite. We're talking big s- a big. <laughs> yeah. From, yeah, the, yeah. from the from the seventies, the roller rollers thing. on them, yeah. yeah. What are those
3: boxes? The Filipino boxes, <laughs> Bali box. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Bali Bayan box, yeah.
1: And my trunk was not big enough for both of our luggage, <laughs> and uh, so. But you know, I think you know, in God's timing, you just um, see things that develop from a from a casual relationship into more of a friendship and just sort of a supportive relationship, and then you realize that hey, you know, this is a person that. That actually, we, we are becoming more like each other, and we're, 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 we're our values and our, our ideas of life are becoming more similar. Um, and then they start saying, Okay, maybe maybe a relationship of more serious nature could work. And uh, so yeah, but I think that was part of what I learned in the journey. Huh. And, and yeah. now I, I think it's also interesting is when, when you're young, I think opposites really attract as you get older. And you start a relationship, I think you want somebody who's more similar to you. Um, mm-hmm. My my first wife and I, she is a wonderful woman, wonderful mother to our kids, but very very different. She was one of the shyest people in the world, and I was probably on the extrovert scale over on number twelve or thirteen. You know, on the, <laughs> off, the off the page over here.
2: You. And
1: so I know it's hard to imagine well, because right. I'm such a wallflower. Mayor now saying. it's hard. I <laughs> don't know what we're it's, talking yeah, about here. Yeah, yeah. I've changed lives. Mister a lot
2: Connected, I'm, throughout I'm, the entire I'm, Western Slope. And here. I'm a
0: closet <laughs> introvert, but so but, I fake it well at least. Yeah,
1: she's a learned extrovert. <laughs> so, she,
0: but we, but
1: we
2: just had a lot osmosis. more in common. She's it's learned that, through osmosis. That, that, right, I, yeah. I try to. I rub
1: off on her. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so anyway, I think that was. For,
0: for me, what do you do? How about you? for you? Yeah. Uh, not to get involved with an addict. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a problem sort of wanting to help and rescue and Sam is, I just tell people Sam's the first guy that I ever dated <laughs> that wasn't an addict, um, or had an alcohol problem. Um, however, he does have other addictions, um, like real estate being one of them. And that's what brought us to the Western slope, but that's a much healthier problem. Um,
2: one makes you money.
0: Right. The other, <laughs> the other one you lose you lose it it makes bad. you lose it all. Right. Yeah. Um, so I learned that and then I learned to just, I think also, like I said, to be very blunt with what I wanted, I, you know, wasted Several years and several relationships that I thought were going to where I wanted them to go and they weren't. Um, and now, of course, I'm so thankful they didn't, but I was pretty, pretty blunt with this is what I'd like. And, you know, if you're not interested, then let's just not do it. And I had nothing to lose by putting it out there way early on.
3: It, you know, that's pretty amazing because as young girls, when we go through puberty, our brains actually wire to be pleasing to others. So we didn't even get a chance, right? And to have, at that age, at 27, to have the 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 strength, the inner strength, to be able to say, it's more important to me to be in a relationship that's healthier and honest than just pick me. Mm-hmm. And I had a similar journey. and And it was really amazing when you can finally get there as opposed to being younger and thinking, well, who's going to want me? Yeah. And so I have to... Mm take whatever comes with it. Yeah. And our our stories are somewhat similar. We both had some pretty unhealthy relationships. Yeah. Before we met. And and I think it became part of our passion of doing this work. Mhm. Sure.
0: And we did it differently. Mhm. You know, we didn't live together until after we got married. And I think that was a difference as well. Um difference for my past and the way that I had tried to do things. And I think it made a difference. Um, and there were kids involved, so of course, you know, then we were setting an example and we were doing things intentionally. Um, and we just communicated well from yeah, and, and the one. You,
3: and then you're having defined commitment stages right. as opposed to what we call sliding versus deciding. Mm-hmm. Well, my rent's up, so we're just going right. to, right. you know, stay over. and yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then once we got engaged... Um, we were engaged for what, the four, Sometimes. three, four month period before we got married from that time. And I turned into a psycho Be- <laughs> <What>? because yeah, <laughs> wait, let's, let,
1: I, I still try to block this part of our relationship out of yeah. my mind. He it's should just... not
0: listen for a few minutes, but no, I think, and I didn't realize that I was doing it, but I think subconsciously I was going, okay, if you're going to leave, leave now. So I pushed every button and I tried to push him away and I just did all sorts of things to go, okay, if you're going, go now. Because once we do this, I do thing, we're not going anywhere. And so if you're going to leave, leave now. And I was not very nice Mm -hmm. for a period of time there. Why
2: do you you think you did that at that time? Because she's evil.
0: I mean, (laughs) down down deep.
2: (laughs) Uh, on the surface, I she mean seems that. nice, doesn't she? Tonight? Sincerely, I Yeah, mean I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, a loving place. Yeah, right. Aren't you
0: she... <laughs> nice? <laughs> I didn't realize that I was doing it. Uh-huh. I really didn't. And Sam pointed it out to me the night of our wedding.
2: <laughs> Wait. Um... You have a similar story <laughs> the night of your wedding? <laughs> hey. Uh oh. That sounds familiar. Uh-oh. Really? Huh.
3: You know, I think that, that testing comes from that place of pr- self-protection and perseverance. You know, and um, I think weddings, <coughs> weddings are public. Mm-hmm. And so in private, if you get burned, in private, if someone hurts you, you can put a look on your face and pretend. Mm-hmm. But if you stand in front of everyone you know,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? And
2: mm-hmm. profess.
3: Yeah. don't make me say it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it and then it's public and it's mm-hmm. it's humiliation and that was that was a big factor for me. Mm. Yeah, the night of our the morning is one of the morning I call myself I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. I wasn't sure she was going to come down. Oh yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and and I yeah. wasn't sure I was going to go to the church. There were days <laughs> before that that I was going I I was married once. I I was sure I could keep a commitment that I had made before God and these witnesses. And so, it, you know, a, a, a second marriage is in some ways this, it, 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 I think it, at least for me, it made me realize that I was not strong enough to keep a commitment that it was by God's grace, at least in my life, that, that I could even keep these commitments that I, that I, that I have a chance of this, this is going to take divine intervention or strength from above or whatever you call that. For me that was a a realization that I came to that said, I can I can step into this relying on on faith, on on God somehow to help me do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me I think
3: I think that's really important because there's a reason we say vows. It doesn't come yeah. natural. Mm-hmm. It has to be a choice a discipline, a commitment that you wake up every day, right. and you choose to be part of it and be in. And I think, you know, when it gets hard, I mean, yeah. I don't know about your guys' relationship, but sometimes no. we aren't always <laughs> oh, lovely. No. Let's, let's no. talk about that what? for a minute.
1: No, no. What, where's, what's your deepest struggle? <laughs> we what's are, your greatest fear together? other
0: are <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> When's the last time you were not lovely? Yeah. We, let's we talk about that. Like, last night. <laughs> y- you know what?
1: An hour and a half. What later. do you mean? Last yeah, night was joke. fine. <laughs>
0: Five minutes before we had dinner with you guys. We had a good week, actually. That's why you
1: were late for dinner.
3: <laughs> but, but that idea. <laughs> they were screaming at each They're in the car, that going line pointing at
2: not each other. True. You know, the weather here is really. <laughs> it was brutal. Yeah. And we Tom.
1: had some big boxes from the at the oh, <laughs> at in the mailbox. to get them the car.
0: <laughs> so,
3: but yeah. that idea that, that, you know, and people will say, well, it, if it doesn't just come naturally, it's not meant to be. Right. It is so false. It no. takes work. Right. Yeah. right. It is there's a book called um, The Art of Loving and he says it's an art form. And if you wanna be mm. a good, you know, ice figure skater, Artist, you gotta you right. gotta practice right. your yeah. art. Yeah. And people want it to come to them. They don't want to have to put the effort out for it. Right.
1: And the whole follow yeah. your heart thing? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean the heart is the sleepful above <laughs> all things. It's like you know, <laughs> Gosh, you know, I, I like ice cream a lot. <laughs> ice cream every day.
3: I think four I or like five times
1: a day. Hearts. My heart loves ice cream. You go. You, you're gonna die though. Well, yeah. yeah, but it's I'm following my. Heart. But then your heart stops. Right, it must be okay, <laughs> and then my heart stops. Then, and then you I stop following. I it. I, yeah, guess he stopped following his heart. <laughs> so, but I, but I think you know, marriage is that way, yeah. it's, and and good marriage is, I think, breathe. There are times that you are, you know, you're you're far apart from each other, and, um, and and you're and you're saying to yourself, what, what's going to bring us back? To how do we how do we get back to where we were? Or those questions. Um, and there are other times that you're so close to each other, you don't want to get out of bed. You don't and want you to can't do even anything else.
3: Right. Like. In either direction, you're like, I, I can't believe I like this person so much. And then it's like, I
0: can't believe I hate this I used to
2: hate this person, so person you're yesterday. We're not, they're so not so talking about She's Dr. saying I, that uh, allegedly. Uh, right, of right. exactly. As exactly. an example. It's, <laughs> it's an allegory. Alleg- <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not about right allegory.
2: Allegory, <laughs> analogy, <laughs> yep. metaphor. Yep, yep, I don't know. Yep, yep, yep. Pick a word. That's what she's saying. It's to rhyme within a Like,
3: how can you hate someone so much that you love? And they're like, uh huh. Yeah. Because it's real. It's just. Mm-hmm. Because think, when we get disconnected, right. we get distorted in our thinking.
1: <laughs> I think what brings us back together, because when you're out here, your heart is going, "Hey, you know, I could go to, you know, Tahiti with the girl on the TV or something." You know, there's there's all of that, and I think some <laughs> point you go, <laughs> you go, no, 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 hold on, hold on. What keeps you in the game and brings you to the point where you have a chance of coming back together is commitment or crisis, in my. Mm-hmm. Uh, analysis. I mean, I just look at it and go, people that go through their, their, their marriage is a wreck and all of a sudden their son gets in a car accident and mm-hmm. man, all of a sudden their, their relationship comes back together to, to, to get through this crisis and they, they stay together for the rest of their lives. You're and wondering what happened? Well,
2: it's kind yeah. of a double-edged sword because it, it could be a false type Correct. of thing. And a lot of couples yep. create crisis. Yes. Some yep. couples, they are locked in chaos. Yeah. And so they have to keep the crisis going, yeah. so they stay in survival mode. Right. So because if they stop yeah. and they pause, then they're really going to have to look at the problems yeah. going on.
1: Yeah. Boy, that's a great yeah great mm-hmm. way to look at it. So,
0: what's your guys' engagement story? So first he a- had to ask my mother because my dad was gone.
1: And JW. Oh yeah, so and JW, the real chore. Because he was kind of a father figure to oh, her. Oh wow, J.W. So I, so I really felt like and who just, who passed, just away. passed away about a
0: month ago. Yeah, oh. Good
1: guy, but uh, but J.Dub, I felt like you know I just want to get your blessing on this. Um, you know her well. You've she's been like a daughter to you, and uh, so uh, what do you think? And he said, not only no, but <laughs> no, he, <laughs> he, he was he was very kind and um, and actually was very fatherly. It was kind of fun, um, and then her mom was. Uh, now, her mom is, how would I say different in a way that's more extreme than the word different. <laughs> oh, <geez>. um, she, <laughs> I love her mom. Um, she's and, very and German. She's very German um, and, and very, very wow. difficult background in her life. Um, her She grew up in Germany during the war, the uh, Second World War, uh, shortly thereafter, and um, and was uh, in a in a family of chaos in every way. Uh, if you can think of you know chaotic relationships, it's tough. Um, and yet she has has been a survivor and and has uh, raised two really neat daughters. And um, and yet um, she and I, even though we love each other, we are as different as you could possibly be. Um, I thought I was different than Kirstine until I met her mom. <laughs> <And> I realized that <laughs> oh, this is different. The thing that, that she uh, she was most concerned about was that Kirstine was dating a Republican Christian. <laughs> oh. Now realize she's very, very new age kind of a thing and, and looks at Christians as all uh, you know, very um I don't know what she would say. Um, it's because she had been hurt so much by the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she had some real wounds there, and um, so the fact that I was religious at all was was difficult for her. And then that I was conservative as a that was just that what pushed me out the window. Um, she she would have pushed me out the window except we were on the first floor. But um, <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> she, she and I, you know, having to talk to her. And uh, and yet she saw how much I cared for her, her daughter. And she mm-hmm. also saw how much I cared for her. Um, and I think uh, we have had a really uh, very, very special kind of a tender relationship uh, these 20 years. It's been good.
3: Because so. you didn't have to ask her. No, no. Not at 40. You know, you know I'm not asking your mother. She's. But I'm sure that but, meant a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. But to me it was was also a way to honor her for the commitment that she's had to kirsten all of her life and it was also a way for me to um to to let her know that that uh, i respected her opinion if she had really said no i i I would have said we're going to pause for a while
2: oh wow really
1: yeah because i because i wanted her blessing i wanted her you know, her family and my family to mm-hmm. be able to enjoy each other and to be, you're not just, especially uh, a second marriage, and particularly if you have kids involved, you are not bringing two people together who can go elope someplace. You're coming back into the family, to community.
3: and. How old were your kids at the time? <laughs>
1: um, our oldest was, I think he was 18, 17. 17. And, uh, and then uh, we had a 14 and 10. 10-year-old. Yeah. That was those were wow. tough ages. Yeah. How was that for you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she became an instant mom at twenty eight. So imagine, right, that, the joy of that. Right. Blessing. So how was
2: that for you? And how was the kid's reaction? There and, were good. I, and I'm going to stoke the fire because here in Colorado you have to stoke the fire right. at night. Oh, right. I thought you were talking about stoking
1: the fire <laughs> you know, of our I right conversation this was right stoking that fire. Well, yeah. I, I could do that too if you guys I would put like. Some With, on okay. You
2: literally <laughs> mean? I literally <laughs> have literally to stoke mean. the fire. Yeah.
0: Um, there were good days and there were bad days. You know, it was it it, it was hard. Um, and each of the kids took it and reacted in different ways and. Um, We've worked through a lot in 20 years, and I think we're in a place now where it's really good with all three of them. Um, and bringing the fourth one into it, they all have a really neat relationship together. They all have a really neat relationship to Cooper um, independently, And but it's been a long road. It's been a, a 20 year, or 20, one-year road yeah yeah
3: I really love that you say that because we're also a blended family and mm-hmm. it is a long game it really is and there's talk about extra baggage oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they all had their own backpacks as, as well right. yeah right. and that's so much for them to navigate and raise only 14 years older than my sons so you were 10 years older than mm-hmm. your stepson mm-hmm. and confusing and it's it can become something very beautiful, and it isn't an easy way to get there. Yeah. But it's very possible. And you know, I know for, for Alec, our, our oldest, he could never have been the man he is without Ray. Mm-hmm. He, he did not have a guy in his life that was ushering him into manhood. And as a mom, I couldn't teach him. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know there's a space you held for them that helped them be... Men in the world, girls too. get uh, Two girls, girls and a boy. And we yep. have
1: two boys now. As, uh,
3: and to role model a different type of relationship than they saw with you and your ex-wife. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't mean that when we all get together for the holidays, there aren't hard moments. But even if they were all our kids, there would still be hard moments. <laughs> it's just family but and we're it's finding relationship. That out that our
3: kid is older you know it's like yeah
0: it's yeah. not
3: that much yeah. different yeah. yeah but the bond is different
0: of course of course but it's um it's neat and i've gotten to walk some neat roads especially with the youngest of the three older ones mm-hmm. i you know because i was so early involved in her life and we had the kids half the week you know once we got married i mean sam had them the whole time but then together we had them half the week and so I've been in her life for a long time and now I feel like I have a pretty special place and I get to do some pretty neat things um and she's getting married sometime this fall and um it it's just fun it's fun to get to be part of her life and to get to join in on that so we were
1: just with our oldest daughter in California and uh
0: and her grandbabies and their
1: grandbabies. we have two grand, grandchildren now um and, you know, that, that adds another whole dynamic to our relationship and also our, our thoughts about relationship in general. So, you know, I, I think as a parent, you say, well, we've got to keep this world together because i got kids and i got to, you know, make a better world for my children. And uh, if I can just hold it together till they get out of high school. But then you go, and now you have grandchildren. And then, <laughs> and then you go,
2: i got to hold it together for another
0: 18 years or 20 in or 27. In the California school or, system. Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh well, we have to deal with the d c school system right? so. see
1: so but you know you you want the world to be a better place for generations to come you know you you look at the people that um, sacrificed even to you know create this country or, or other places around the world that are significantly um, just uh, th- those people were sacrificing themselves, knowing that they were they were doing that for posterity, for for generations to come, because they believe they wanted something better for their kids, grandkids, and, and other people's grandkids as well. And so, I think, as a, I think as a couple, we've we've said, look, we, we want to make the world a better place. Whatever, whatever that takes, we have, we have a lodge that we do that in, and we we like to work together. Some couples can't do that, um, but we really do enjoy. Working together and, you know, cleaning and fixing and um, and uh, serving people that uh, come to the Lodge. And we want it to be a place where where it's a safe place for them to be them. And for them to wrestle with who they are, um, who, who they are together sometimes, um, even if it's a family or a, a, even if it's a civic organization. Um, uh, corporations, to be able to watch a corporation come and wrestle with the issues of relationship over a four or five day period together. And
2: just so you know, anyone who's considering going to the Couples Synergy Weekend Intensive, there will be no wrestling <laughs> going on. Together, we are not going to be sanctioning <laughs> any wrestling in any way. Just a disclaimer. Not externally. Just We're a disclaimer.
0: A
1: Gong
2: battle, right. though,
1: from, <laughs> I don't understand. We do have a
0: pond. You will <laughs> know very
3: soon. So I don't know how that. Oh that plays out, but I'm
2: sure we could figure out a, an exercise with a pond. There, there
3: are so many people in the world who feel lost, yeah. who feel like they're struggling to find purpose and meaning. And yeah. it's so incredibly simple. It's, what can I offer? Mm-hmm. It's never about who, what building can I put my name on or right. something like that. It's, right. it's, I'm capable of holding a door for someone or... Mm-hmm parenting someone or whatever it is. It's, and that idea of when well, I got grandkids to worry about what this world's going to look like and, and what they're going to leave for me, what, what's my legacy. Mm-hmm. And we've got that so backwards mm-hmm. and we need those things to help us stay together during those yeah. tough times. And you guys got thirteen extra bedrooms, so you could go we can sprawl <laughs> out if you need to. <laughs> we don't have to
0: leave. We can just leave that wing. We yeah. try, to, over there. We try huh? to only do that during times of um, I'm um, COVID, COVID, and radiation. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but that is so
3: important to mm. get when when your mind sick. It's right. And maybe it does take some maturity to get there. Of what can I offer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you feel so much fuller and more purposeful and meaningful when you stay in that place rather than what can I get?
0: Mm, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I I like a friend who was a a psychologist years ago who said, friendship is always about something else. And what he meant by that is that it's always about, you know, some activity or your work mates or you're in church together or you're in a civic club of some kind. And that the friendship grows out of that. And it's a common bond. Right. Right. And I think proximity, I think marriage is, is that way as well. And I think, Marriages that start out about something else, they went to the same high school or they, you know, have the same, you know, their parents are in the same town or whatever, at some point they better figure out what this something else is. And for us, that something else was serving. And if we serve together, mm-hmm. then, yeah. then our relationship has this, this output that it's not all just us, us looking at each other going. Yeah. Man, we just got to build a strong marriage. <laughs>
2: it's, <laughs> it's like
1: no, we have to build a shed over there by the <laughs> so that we can, you know, serve the serve the next uh, group that's coming in or whatever.
2: Well, so, I mean what you are actually talking about is evolution. Is that a marriage has to evolve, right? Right? You know, and there needs to be this forward progression where a couple's working on something, they're moving forward, they're reaching a goal together, you know, and then that next goal and the next goal. And not, not in the sense of, uh, you know, we need that chaos, right? Right. But we need something that we have a common vision about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of couples, they end up divorcing because they lack that common vision.
1: Mm-hmm. especially when they, when their kids leave, right? You were saying a minute ago.
2: It's like, Absolutely.
1: When kids leave, it's all of a sudden like, well, we've been doing kids for all this time. We've been soccer yeah. games and making sure they got to the best schools and the best college, and, and now they're gone. And, well, well, what do we do now?
2: Yeah. Well, it's just yeah. about
1: us. Oh, we're going to have a retirement, or we're going we're gonna to spend all of our time traveling together without any mission. You're not on mission then, and you better but, figure out a new mission. Right,
2: right. And a lot of those couples, they've been separated for so many years, yeah. yep, and right now right. it's like the kids are gone. Now we're going to rejoin together. Well, right. how do you do that? There's yeah. so much of a gap between. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, our listeners are probably thinking in the back of their head, I heard COVID and I heard radiation. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're like, what is that? Wait, what was that? So maybe we can, like, rewind the tape here and go back to that and and talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. Um, So um, about five years ago, um, we... uh, we, we along with a lodge we decided to start a restaurant because we were insane and uh, only and one I, of us and I'm a real estate It guy. goes back to the addiction thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I bought an old restaurant building and I heard <laughs> it was wonderful it was well, good thank you yeah it was it, it was, was fun. Uh, fun to do it and and we, we did it with as much excellence as we possibly could but two weeks after we opened after spending eight months preparing a building getting it ready to go and uh, getting staff ready and all that uh, Kirsten was diagnosed with breast cancer, and, and uh, you would kind of think a young, healthy person with breast cancer would be uh, probably the best option is, you know, you want to be young and healthy, be able to fight it. But usually what that means is that it has overcome your immune system. As, as an old person gets cancer, it's usually that there's just cell degradation, and it's going to go slowly. But most people who get cancer young uh, really struggle to, to keep it at bay and so it was it was pretty serious and uh and we had to walk through that together and cooper had to walk through it with us um and so he was uh 10 at the time and uh you know just for a 10 year old kid to look uh, his mom's mortality and and have to face that and um and me think about losing my wife um who I thought was a lot younger than I was, and uh, she was gonna take care of me when I, let's not get into that. Turns out
0: he married a dud. (laughs) No, but We
1: we really did, we had to really, you know, lean into each other, lean into our faith, lean into some of our community, Um, and we had just kind of moved to this area. So again, most of our real friends were on the other side of the slope, and we're five hours away from family, friends, kind of out here alone in the Wild West. And so to, to cling to each other uh, during that time was kind of what we did. And, uh, and really it's, by God's grace, uh, last week she got to go off of this terrible chemo pill thing that she's been taking to uh, uh, keep the cancer at bay. Uh, they, the doctors feel like she's um, passed it far enough that this is, this is the next step. So um, now we just pray a lot that it doesn't come back. but. Uh, that's awesome so that's what we're doing
0: and if it does we do
1: yep yep
2: what was that like for you
0: uh it was scary Mm. yeah it was pretty shocking that phone call and that that first appointment with the surgeon it was pretty scary um and cooper like sam said cooper was 10. it was four days before his 11th birthday And I remember just bringing him his cake for his, and he had a birthday party at the restaurant, of course. We had this cool backyard basement thing, and it was kind of a fun place with cornhole and stuff. And we made this cool cake, and I brought him the cake and singing happy birthday and just bawling. Because at that point, we didn't know what we were dealing with yet. I didn't know if it was the last birthday I was going to get to celebrate with him. I didn't know anything, Um, but we just the three of us really kind of tightened up and um, got through it, and we had just some precious, precious memories during that time. And uh, here we are five years later, and I wouldn't undo it, not at all, because there were such precious moments in it. Um, and it's a journey, and it's you know part of our story for sure, and gives me a way to connect with, with women now that – I wasn't able to, and um, yeah, but it was, it was definitely scary. And then, you know, it was I'm, all the emotions, right? You go through all of them for sure. Um, but coming off these drugs 20 days ago actually is uh, pretty exciting. And so now we're seeing, kind of waiting, going, okay, what is this gonna do coming off? Like, what are we gonna have to deal with coming off? So we're still waiting to see, so far so good.
3: But, you know, we kind of live in this strange world where yeah. everyone's trying to be the same. Yes. And we're losing the masculinity and we're losing mm. the femininity. And there's so many women struggling with, so I'm assuming these pills affected
0: your hormones. Mm-hmm. Very much. They were estrogen blockers. Yep. Mm. Yeah. The and same kind that they're giving young women right now. Right. To try to keep that, them. That, oh, by the way, caused cancer. Right. Just a different kind of cancer
3: that's sad yeah Yeah. and you know to me it's so complicated to think so there's this little chemical drop in me that is creating these crazy emotions (laughs) or are they real (laughs) real. (laughs) (laughs) and i know i know for me being on the other side of menopause there was a moment i knew the difference Hmm. and i don't know what that's like to have that done you know, artificially, because you're taking medicine for that. And and you do, you lose your mind a little bit. Mm-hmm. You, you have invasive thinking that you don't know who, where that comes from. Mm-hmm. And, and the power and the, and the beauty of being female in this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a craziness and a sacredness. Mm-hmm. What, what did you learn from that
0: experience? And I treasure that right? I am one of those women that loves being a woman and I would not want to be anything else and all parts of it, the mothering and that, I mean just all of it and I think I embrace it um, pretty well and it was hard and the emotions were definitely at times all over the place, especially when I first um, started taking these blockers, but we talked about it as a family and we said, you know what, during this time, We're gonna, I tend to wear my feelings on my sleeves anyway, but we really talked about as a family, we're gonna do this and we're just all gonna be raw. And when we're sad, we're gonna be sad. And we're not gonna put on a happy face because this is gonna be hard sometimes. And when we're angry, we're gonna be angry. And when we're whatever, tired, I I did seven and a half weeks of radiation and it was exhausting. I had a five-minute-long appointment. It was an hour commute each way. And there were times I would get home, and I couldn't get out of the car without help. Um, I was just exhausted. It just really, really. And we just said we were going to, whatever we were, we were going to be it. And we weren't going to take it personally. And if one of us snapped or one of us, we were just going to have that time. And I think to give ourselves that permission, and it was even more, we talked about, you know, after we were engaged, I became crazy. And then the day we said, I do, I dropped the crazy. And then three months later, I dropped it more. <laughs> it was on pause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, okay. was, it was a gradual decrease. Yeah. But I yeah. definitely, when I said, when he said, I do, like, I just exhaled and kind of, it was like, okay. Like, he did this and he's in. And I was able to let down a little bit. And then I think as time went on, I was able to let down more and more. And I'm like, okay, he's he's not going anywhere. We're we're in this together, no matter what. And I think during the cancer, we really saw that in each other. And it was like, we are just gonna be, and it's gonna be okay. And and there were days that were really really mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. Um, and there were days where we were, were really scared. And there are all the days that you wait. You know, they cut on you, and then you wait for results forever. And then you wait for other results, for other things, to make other decisions. And it was t- intense. And we had just opened this restaurant. And it was, it, you know, we had a staff of 50. And it was a lot, but it was okay. And
2: and you guys were running the lodge at the same time, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Oh. yeah. Yep.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. And other stuff. I'm a <laughs>
2: yeah. real estate guy yeah, you know.
1: too, so hey, right. I'm selling real estate. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: And we never but really let go of anything, but just to have the permission to be, and to lean in, and to just know, none of us are going anywhere, mm-hmm. no matter how hard the, the sacredness steel gets. of
3: that, and the sacredness of um, women are so much. We're we're designed to pay attention. We're designed to pay attention to. You know, you saw the dog just came over. I knew he had to go out. Did you guys know that? (laughs) But nobody else probably, you know, it's like you have this thing and you pay attention and so many women try to lock that self, that part of themselves up and they tolerate so many things they shouldn't and they get so far into a relationship before they start speaking their truth. Mm -hmm. And I promise you that is hurting your partner as well because if it's good for you, it's good for your partner. And if something's going on in your relationship that isn't okay with you. It's probably not okay. Mm-hmm. And to find that courage to speak your truth.
1: Yeah.
2: Do, do you think it, it, um, it helped to have a common enemy? Cancer. You know, the, for cancer. It, the cancer. For the cancer. For the three of you to be able to deal with you know, all of the hormonal fluctuations and the ups and downs and, and all of that, is that you had this common enemy to all focus on.
0: Common enemy and a common hope both
2: yeah
0: both mm. we we leaned pretty heavily on our faith during that time too mm-hmm. um, and Cooper was just he really he was pretty stable through the whole thing like he mm. was just like I knew you were going to be okay mom no. and I'm like I'm glad you knew (laughs) because we We didn't know, you know, and nights, there were nights early on when I would wake up in the middle of the night and just cry and not know what to do. And I was scared and Sam would wake up and just hold me and just let me and he wouldn't say, you know, don't cry or (laughs)
1: Cry quietly over there. I'm trying <laughs> right. to get some sleep <laughs> right. on this side of the bed. Excuse me, I'm going to put right. the
0: earplugs in. But no, he would just That'll hold do me. Go well. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and, and
1: you were talking about you know women and, and dealing with those emotions and yeah. all, <clears throat> and even the crazy parts. Um, mm-hmm. I I think um, going back to being a little bit older, dealing with this as opposed to dealing with uh, those kinds of emotions and things when I was in my twenties the way I think about them today is I appreciate them for one and I don't take them as an assault on me.
2: You don't take them personally.
1: Right. She could be really upset, but it's really not my fault. And when I was 20, I thought it was my fault and I had to fix it. And now I got to, Oh my goodness, I got one more thing I got to do now I got to fix my wife because, right? and, and I, I see why men oftentimes will kind of check out of a relationship because they can't fix it because there's no fix to it. Right. And, and at the same time, they start to become kind of cold toward it. And I do a lot of uh, kind of executive coaching and stuff, and have done that for years. And it's, it's like I, I talk to these guys who are at the top of their game in their business. And I go, the reason you spend so much time here is because it's harder over there. At your house, it's way
2: harder. Well, the difference but, is intellectual you, versus emotional. Well, and you can succeed at work. Right.
1: I can fix it here. You know, I tell people what to do. They go do it. I, I tell my wife what to do. She she resents that for
2: some First reason. There's things at me. What? So, right. Because, <laughs> so. yeah. Right. And I mean, so, I mean, I got the solution, right? <laughs> right. I, mean, I told you what just, to do. <laughs> have you ever seen that? There's a, there's a, uh, a little video clip on YouTube. It's like, it's not about the nail. Mm. Oh, in yes. My, have, you seen, have you guys seen that? Oh right. she has got a nail oh. in it. I just feel this pressure. <laughs> you you, LA, just, uh, you, you, you just take the nail. <laughs> it's not about the nail. No. Stop trying to fix it. Just
0: listen to me. Right. <laughs> but I think walking through cancer for a man is also hard because they're used to fixing. Right. And they can't fix this. No. And you wouldn't believe how well, maybe you guys would, but you wouldn't believe how many (laughs) men leave their wives while they're battling cancer. Oh, no. Yeah. And I think it's because they can't fix it. You can't take the nail out. Right. You have to just go through the process and it's hard
2: because it's ultimately it's a powerless feeling. Yeah. Right, yeah. you And can't. men yeah. don't like feeling prone. And there were dark yeah.
0: days for yeah. him too You yeah. know yeah. where he didn't know what to do and Or I was just sad that I might
1: lose it. my wife Or I, I was sad that I lost the wife that I had You know three weeks ago Because and she's lifestyle. different Because yeah. she's yeah And she needs care in a way that she didn't need it before And she's yeah. not the You know she's not the caregiver Now she's the care taker And I better mm-hmm. step up to that And so um, I think men have to have to wrestle with who they are as well. Not just what they're doing and how they feel, but what kind of a man do you want to be? And <laughs> and with Coop, Absolutely. I, he and I had that conversation quite a bit. I, wh- what kind of men are we gonna be? Are we gonna be men that take care of our mom? Are we gonna be men who, who care for somebody who could be very, very, very sick in the next two weeks, two years? I, I saw my mom die of a brain tumor. Um, it was, it was horrible. Uh, my little brother just lost his wife, so the two most significant women in his life both died of brain tumors. Just go, how? I mean, but he's... You have to decide what kind of a man will you be at that point. Yeah. And who yeah. are you?
3: I've, I've seen women make enough food for months right. because they're going to go have a procedure done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And And they got four kids, and nobody pitches in, and they're... Not babies, right? And they're like, if I don't do it,
0: nobody will. Who will? Yeah. And there was this real um, before my surgery. There was this real nesting thing. It was like being pregnant. I mean, I'm organizing everything in the house, and I'm doing all these things because I know there's a period of time, you know, where I'm not going to be able to do things. Will get done, and Sam and Coop did an amazing job. you know filling in but it it was like this real natural womanly instinct to just put as much in place as i could before i don't think i have that <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, that hurts I,
1: I, <laughs> I,
3: like, I, I wouldn't be thinking it's, beg, it, beg to different now i <laughs> would
2: not validate that <laughs>
3: i mean i know women go through that but, but I, I wouldn't deny
2: it. it i didn't <laughs> expect either. it yes yeah, yeah.
0: and then all of a sudden i'm realizing <laughs> I i'm neither you
2: confirm know nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> <laughs> confirm nor deny
0: that's right i believe that bit
3: but but yeah. it is and i've seen people like really to the such an extreme where it's a detriment to their own health. How much they're doing it? Yes. Yeah, yes. I
0: didn't. I didn't do. Yeah. I didn't do that.
3: But you had those surprising moments, like, why do I care so much? Why
0: about am I organizing something. my sock drawer? Why do I care? <laughs> and part of it was yeah. she
1: she would do things that were completely compulsive. Your your you, your clothes were in perfect, you know, arrangement in the closet. They're before.
3: not in the right hue. Right. And, <laughs> and but it was something that she could
1: control. Yeah. I can control uh, this when yeah. I can't control cancer. I'm, I have got this big yeah. uncontrollable thing over here, and this, I can, I can take the clothes yeah. and put them in the right order. And, I, I, and for me, looking in on that, you know, to say, okay, I see kind of what she's trying to do.
0: Yeah. She's... This, did you try to stop her? This sweet soul <laughs> you
1: know, is trying to hold on yeah. to the little bit of sanity that she has. And, um, and she did.
3: Yep. And she still does. So last question. Yes. Finally, the last one. Oh, my seven-hour We're going to get you a T-shirt. We, I survived. <laughs> <laughs> a couple synergy podcasts. Is this podcasts. a sleepover? <laughs>
0: we
2: we do have bedrooms. <laughs> <so. laughs> we only got three. Yeah, we don't yeah, have, we 13, have 13. Uh, I didn't
1: bring clean underwear. So. My mom would never let me stay overnight if I didn't have clean underwear. I'm sorry. Go
3: ahead. <laughs> what is it that your partner does that you know they love you? Hmm. Hmm.
1: Uh (laughs) Let me count the ways.
0: (laughs) Are you going first this time? That is going to be the title (laughs) of your podcast. (laughs) Let me count the ways. (laughs) I think it's the look, right? That look that we sometimes, even when we have a big event happening at the lodge and we're crazy for days and we're serving, even in the midst of that, you know let's say we have a wedding and there's a hundred people there and it's just craziness or whatever sometimes we just will glance and we'll do the look and we both just know i think Mm -hmm. at least i hope he knows too but it's i think it's like it's that little tiny thing i mean there's a million other things as well
1: we're disconnected in a million ways but for this (laughs) second we're connected
0: yeah and, and we like, both know it's
1: like touching back to home base. Oh, yeah, the chasm. Over. Yeah.
0: Yep. Right,
1: right. Yep. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's she's a fabulous cook, and um, she cooks for hundreds sometimes, and um, and I think for uh, Coop and I both, we know that that's her love language. You know, the five love languages, that's not one of them, but for her it is. That's her the, the sixth. And I had to realize that and start eating a little bit more. And, uh, so I'm always about 10 pounds heavier the, than I should be. The sixth but, love the sixth language. language
3: cooking. Is. You heard it here
2: first.
1: <laughs> and,
3: and she will be the cook on a couple of synergy yes, weekends.
1: She, she will. will be the cook. It's my right. new book coming out next week. Um, and and so for for her, um, that, that becomes something that... That she can express her love to us, and, and and it's all everything else as well. Taking care of things, and like you know, I made and, you kombucha today, right?
2: Right. Which is one of her. Don't you have to ferment that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah well, so you
2: didn't make it today, right? Well, that's true. I
0: poured it into the bottles <laughs> okay, today for it. the second yeah. fermentation. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And wow, <laughs>
1: it's a lot like drinking Drano, but it's supposed to be good for you. <laughs> so. Um, so anyway, but, but it's made out of love. Exactly, right. it, it's the love. Right. So. You
3: know, technically, it's got alcohol in it. So I don't think you can. It have does. It.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh no, not that! Oh,
2: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you get a priest again.
3: <laughs> Lent is almost over. That's right. mm.
1: But you know, we we have a a snuggling kind of a relationship. Mm. Um, where where we just like being physically connected to each other, um, and 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 I think also we really have um, this this sense of kind of doing life together. I, I don't think even when um, I was you know rebuilding a company that had gone out of business literally, um, and and I told her hey you know I think we should probably step in here and see if we can buy this and rebuild it and because there are about 350 people who are about to lose their jobs in May of '09, and, uh, and I called her and I said, you know, I think I have the, the gifts to do this. I think we can you know, get the money together through investors or whatever. Um, but I think we should, we should do this because these people really, really need somebody to come in. And, uh, and she said, well, if you think uh, God's calling you to do it, I guess go do it. And, uh, and I said, it's going to be 16-hour days. Um, and Ouch. it's, yeah, and it, and it was for, and Coop I said, was yeah, I said for the first year, it's going to be that and maybe, you know, down to 10 or so after that, but, uh, but to get a company turned around, it is just a huge lift. It is, it's like that, that the big guys, you know, that push the rocks in the field or the big tires or something. Everything is about being able to get the rock to move. Once you get it moving, um, it, you can keep it moving. But, but, getting it turned around and the rock is actually rolling toward you, and you got to yeah. stop the rock and turn it its direction, it is uh, it, it's yeoman's duty, and so. But even during that whole time, I knew that she supported um, what what I was doing, and and was there when I get home, and I was exhausted. And, you know, I'd be back in my laptop, you know, at, <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning or whatever, you know, trying to put things back together. And, 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 um, and to know that she was just there saying, hey, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm behind you. I'm in your corner. Um, that is a love that is far more than all those other loves that, that we know, I think. Um, just somebody that you know you can rely on, that's honest with you that will that will carry you through some of those dark days that uh, and then then I was much better able to do the things that I felt called to do. You know, I, I knew I could do this because I have somebody at home who is is with me in it no matter what. And uh, so it's anyway. awesome. And,
2: well, Sam and Kirsten, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. All right.
1: Good to be with you guys.
2: Thank you for being part of the Couple Synergy community. Good, good. Which right now stretches over 250,000 unique downloads Mm -hmm. in over 140 countries.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome, you guys. Congratulations. We're looking forward to
0: meeting some of your people. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
3: You know, people have been sharing stories since the beginning of time to bond and heal and grow. We hope that by you guys sharing your story, it's enriched your lives and the lives of our listeners.
1: Thank you. we do too God bless you
2: We want to thank all of you for joining us today on Couples synergy our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships and this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you our listeners for all of you listening please let us know how you enjoyed the show if you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact@couplesynergy.com. for more information about Couple Synergy and our programs, such as Relationship 101, the home study course, the Couples Weekend Intensive, which is coming up April 20 to the 23rd at The Lodge at Needle Rock, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple. Look us up online at couplesynergy.com.
3: And if you know someone who can benefit from this episode... Please download it and share it. And thank you for listening.
2: Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love.
3: You have been listening to
1: Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketcodian.
0: Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.